Hello. Welcome to episode two of Two and a Half Dads. Mm-hmm. I'm Tyler Wolf. I'm Taylor Whitney. Taylor, how you doing, man? Doing good. Doing pretty good. Okay, so uh, update on the half dad over here. Your wife is pregnant. Mm-hmm. I don't know how far. What uh, what size produce is the baby? <laughs> uh, I think a grapefruit and. Then- more uh, grapefruit is like for like a week so like today though specifically a waffle iron oh my gosh why is it gonna be in food terms what are we cannibals uh well i mean waffles are delicious but it's cute to look at waffles i've always been creeped out when people look at babies they're just like oh you are so cute you are scrumptious i just want to chop you up and take a bite and just freeze part of it for later in the season and and, 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 and you are so cute I'm going lady back away from the baby you cannibal yeah you know that's pretty strange we don't say that about any other age group (laughs) it'd be really funny to say that about the elderly Yeah, but to be honest though if we're talking survival and we're talking eating humans you that's gonna be tough meat elderly yeah they're stressed you know what I'm saying (laughs) yeah (laughs) alright tell me more about this baby this little grapefruit baby Uh, since the last episode we found out we are having a girl woo woo terrifying it is everything if you listen to the last episode and if you haven't go check it out uh, I thought Connor was exaggerating about pacing and having being almost like numb but yet constant thought but not realizing it's so subconscious <laughs> I just kind of like not necessarily I guess I paced Brittany would say I paced I paced the house I wasn't really talking because everything in my brain flipped to I don't know anything about raising a girl so it was cool well listen i have no advice to offer you because i'm a boy dad i do have a foster i've had several foster daughters and those are always always, that's a different different deal you know they come into the house late in life i have a foster daughter right now dude and like the i think we even talk about it in the interview with steve tripp Mm -hmm. but there's times where like there's tears happening and there's big emotions and i'm just like I just kind of pat pat the child on the head and doing my best to be compassionate and comforting. It's yeah. not easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I'm a boy dad, dude. I took uh, my two oldest foster son. Micah, my son, is not... He likes to fish, but he loses interest too quick mm-hmm. in fishing. You got It takes time and patience. I took my two oldest boys out fishing, and uh, nine and six-year-old... First of all, I'm having a crap year of fishing. I'm just not catching fish personally, okay? Yeah. They're not biting my hook. I take the older two out and like three or four casts in. He goes, Tyler, I got a fish. And I'm like, sweet. And I'm on the other side of the river. And but So I run, go up the hill, run across the bridge. You didn't and go run over. across the river? No, no. You didn't, didn't. have your, what, what's those like, those swim shoes? Those are so that you don't hurt your feet on the bottom of the river. The nerds at camp will go and... What what, what were those called? They're like mesh... Swim shoes. Yeah, swim shoes. Yeah, and I'm on the beach getting my bronze on saying, What's up, tenderfoot? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. You only need... Yeah, never mind. Okay. I feel nothing. Um, I go over, dude, and he catches a big bass. 
I mean, it was awesome, dude. And I, I, I honestly can say my excitement level when he caught that fish mm-hmm. was equal, if not more, than when I catch a fish. Yeah. It was just such a cool experience. Like, and he's freaking out. Well, then... Uh, we get uh, we go. That's we. Thank God we got pictures of him with the fish. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Tyler, will you take it off the hook for me? And I said, Well, it's tradition. You got to kiss the fish before you <laughs> send it back. It is. That's what you do. And so I get the fish off of the hook, and I'm holding it, and he's going in for a kiss, and the fish has a spasm. And it, okay, previously he says, Can I throw it back? I said, Sure. Let me get it off the hook. He goes in to kiss it. It spazzes out in my hands. I get a little scared, and I throw it into the river. <laughs> and he goes, seriously? <laughs> I said, it was slimy. It was slimy. I thought it was going to bite me. I felt bad. But we got the pictures, though. Yeah. A few minutes later, the six-year-old caught a same species, caught a small dog bath, but just... Small mouths. <laughs> Words are hard. A small mouth bass, but a little baby one. But it was like, and I caught, of course, nothing. Yeah. Uh, but it was a good day, man. man. Yeah. Fishing. Children are better fishers than you. Well, they're not called fishers. Glad you're having a daughter. They're called anglers. And a true outdoorsman, which I'm not, is Steve Tripp. Yeah. Today's interview. Yeah. It's gonna be listen. Steve uh, is an awesome guy. Mm-hmm. Taylor, are you hot? I'm a little warm in this car. <laughs> We're sitting in my truck. No air conditioning because that you would hear it in the audio. And Taylor's getting a little red. <laughs> Doesn't take much for me to sweat. <laughs> interview today, Steve yeah, Tripp. Anything Steve you want to say about the interview before you get to it? Uh, I It could have been a three-hour podcast i i feel like steve had a lot of wisdom to share and someone who has three daughters spoiler alert that's true three daughters and a son steve uh steve um if you're listening i actually prepared a song that i'd like to sing (laughs) i can't get through it without crying (laughs) without further ado listen to our interview with the mighty Steve Tripp. All right, well, I'm here with... I'm <laughs> just joking. All right, we're here with our guest, episode number two of Two and a Half Dads, Steve yep. Tripp. How you doing? I'm good. Steve. I'm good. I'm, I'm drinking chai, pretending to be grown up. I pretend, I pretend like it's coffee. Well, I just went... Uh, I don't want to brag, paid for it, but we went and <laughs> I said, I'll have a black coffee for me. A black coffee for the other uh, male in the yeah. car, and a chai latte for my wife. I didn't for, want him to know that I hang out with guys who drink girl drinks. I, this is a big step up for me. I'm, I'm feeling grown up. Well, Steve, we are starved for in-person interaction, and we're here in the same room. Tell us about yourself. Who are you? Tell us about your family. Um... Yeah, I'm Steve Tripp. I'm uh, my job is I work as the district youth director in Wisconsin, Northern Michigan, which is a long title for I work still work with students and student ministries, youth pastors and whatnot. I'm married. We just celebrated our 27th anniversary, wow. so that's pretty cool. And we have four kids: uh, three girls, Kaylee, Lexi, and Macy, and one boy, Gunner. So, I heard you mention you're a pastor. Was Barack Obama the Antichrist? (laughs) (laughs) 
Not according to my studies, no. Okay. You heard it here. <laughs> All right, man. Well, this is a podcast about being a dad. Um, tell us about your kids. Because you are a guy, whenever I talk to you, you have like these little insights. And it makes me feel like I don't really know people when I talk to you because you seem to just know humans really well. Tell us about what's unique about each one of your kids. Wow, that's... Um... And while you're at it, if they were cage fighters, what would their nickname be? <laughs> uh, that's interesting. Kaylee is our oldest, our first. She um, is super creative, artistic, and her uniqueness, she does. She's a, a bit of a warrior, but man, she is really uh, super generous. Uh, even what she does, she works for Feed My Starving Children. She's always at a heart for others for missions um yeah i think she she was really unique growing up she needs she needs uh her love language would be words of affirmation for sure and so um not gonna do her any favors in the cage yeah right and <laughs> and for i'm looking at two guys who know me <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like my my go to is not just overflowing words of affirmation. So it was a challenge for me. <laughs> I had to figure out how to speak her language a little bit, and uh, being the adult, I I didn't always do as well as I should have there. But I could see it. That's where it really came alive. I'm like, wow, just the littlest compliment would just you know show through her like nothing else. So man, cage fighter name. Uh, she she was funny when she back when you got her first email or or you had names or whatever. I think hers was K Dog, which is super funny because she's so street, you know. Uh. <laughs> you got Bruce Buffer, Kaylee K Dog. What's her new last name going to be? She's getting married. Larson, yeah, in so August. Kaylee Larson, that works. Yeah, that's a good name. So yeah. Taylor, you have a daughter. On the way? On the way, yeah. You're the half-dad of the show. I'm the half-dad. So, dude, tell <laughs> us about... I know we got more kids to go through, more cage yeah. names, but... Uh, well, two more daughters as well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> tell, but you're about to walk one down the aisle. Yeah. Tell me about that. What's that all about? Uh, I, I think, have a son, so I don't know. Yeah, I think there's uh, there's a few things with it. There's, there's a lot of people that want to see that moment just to see if... I'll cry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People that don't know you, you're like, yeah. tough not to crack when it comes to crying. Yeah. Like, well, knowing myself, there's real easy go-tos, right? Like, they're just not the normal ones. Um, so military funeral, I'm a wreck. You know, that kind of stuff. Or uh, ESPN does these kind of people that are kind of special needs where they have these moments. I think those are pretty, pretty moving. It's not that I don't feel it. It's just that it doesn't come out <laughs> in the in the typical way. So this is what I picture you doing: you're walking Kaylee down the aisle. <clears throat> you see, you catch eyes with a guy in the crowd, <laughs> and he's crying. Yeah, and you look at him, and you roll your eyes. You go, "No." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, what, hey, did you bring up, up? Were you bringing up Kellen on purpose? Is that, <laughs> is that what you're doing? <laughs> Kellen Anderson, you get this guy's going to have to be under fifty. Is he still on the invite list? Go ahead. You heard it here, folks. Go ahead, Steve. <laughs> I have nothing to do with that. I'm just hoping I make it. So, yeah, no, walking her down the aisle is going to be amazing because uh, I think the thing that I have thought a lot about is 
you spend your whole life kind of protecting this girl and those that know me i'm like that i embraced fully yeah like and then to all yeah, of a sudden had, hand that off is a yeah, it's weird. funny you say that because that is a conversation i've had with you on so many different occasions that i assume you and i taylor are gonna have this conversation a lot like when it comes to boys and your daughters we talk a lot about like where you hide a body yeah. How they never find it. <laughs> All of your girls, you know, millions of right. like yeah. honorary uncles with it, criminal past. No <laughs> doubt about it. And I mean I have bad I have stories that yeah, I'm sure my daughters uh seemed like it was really hard to date in high school based on dad and all his friends. So um <laughs> but the difference between boys and sons and daughters is that right there. You teach your son how to fight if he needs to and how to protect his sisters. Yeah. And you teach your daughters to just let you know and you'll go take care of it. Well, what share the, it should be a, a monthly quote. What's the Connor Manning quote on uh, <laughs> daughters versus sons? Yeah. With a son, you have to worry about one <laughs> penis and with a daughter, you sure. have to worry about all the other right. penises. <laughs> and when, and it was funny because when we recorded this last month, I, we had, uh, had it in an envelope and we hadn't opened it yet because I didn't want knowing while we were recording the podcast. And so when I got home, we opened it. And when I saw Girl, mm. and everything Connor talked about where he was like, he told the story of when he found out they were having a girl and Audrey. And he's like, I just paced. I didn't talk. And I thought he was exaggerating or just, you know, because it, but it was. I saw that and I was like. I, everything in my mind is now not what I was thinking before knowing this, and it did. I just was like, flow, or I guess like I, I couldn't get a thought. I couldn't get anything, and Brittany kept being like, "Are you okay?" Yeah, <laughs> and our wives don't get it at all. Christy does not understand it, but it is interesting. Like, um, even the even when they're dating, like you're kind of making it. You're watching this guy. Yeah. But when it's your son, you're like, but now Christy, on the other hand, will will pay more attention to oh, that yeah. side of it. So it's got to be in our wiring, right? I mean, yeah. that, that can't just be. Well, like in, uh, as far as your wife or Christy not understanding why you are the way you are when it comes to like protector and boys with the girls and whatever. It's the same on my end, the flip side, because like we've had different foster daughters in our house. And there's times where I'm sitting there, like, I just go, I guess, do you need, like, a hug or something? Right. <laughs> do you want me to, like, brush your hair? Like, I'm an idiot. Like, I don't understand unless it's just, like, oh, Tyler, isn't it obvious? I'm going, no. Right. It's not. Right. It's a mystery. Well, I mean, you mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, but you're like the most feminine guy I know. <laughs> you're going to do great. <laughs> you're going to be a great... Hey, I grew up with all female cousins. And they just, <laughs> that is true. They guided me, man. <laughs> the, like, other, hey, the other thing you is you go to your default comfort level. So in our house, in our house it's a lot of laughter, joking. Yeah. Uh, and so that doesn't always work out great. You mean me making fun of you during that vulnerable time <laughs> wasn't what you were looking for? It's always worked for everything else, you know? <laughs> well, you so. mentioned Kaylee's an artist. We actually have Kaylee's art at our house right now. Oh, cool. The, a Mumford & Sons quote. Yeah, you know, she's doing, um, on the side, she's doing a lot of stuff with weddings, just uh, 
her fiance Tyler is pretty handy, and so they've built it's a great name. Tyler is a good name. Yeah, so, uh, they built some some different things that people rent for weddings, and she does flowers and all kinds of that kind of thing. So, yeah, we're super excited. And he's got a Tesla. He does, which Ooh. was the only test Gunner had for him. Yeah, <laughs> he's normally like all the, trying to puff up. He heard yeah, he had a he heard he had a long <laughs> criminal history. Just shut up. Tell me about your Tesla. <laughs> the Tesla was the end of the conversation. He's like, <laughs> he's in. So, did, he let, did he let you drive it? Uh, yeah, pretty yeah, sweet. that is pretty sweet. Yeah, he's he's a he's an evangelist for Tesla for sure. He loves them. <laughs> has he? Um, He's a big Tesla guy. Has he driven a um, Honda Ridgeline before? No, but maybe we could set that up. What I'm sure he'd be intrigued. <laughs> I heard Honda Ridgelines are really great minivans. You're, listen, they're the new it's a truck. You know what I'm saying? I oh. haul dirt. I haul wow. uh, 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 bricks. Uh, I pulled yeah. up several bushes. You, have day. you put a tool in the back already? <laughs> a belt sander or two. You know. Somebody sent me a picture of Joe Exotic and said, uh, like, it was a meme that was just like every Honda Ridge line owner. <laughs> Which we need to get to about the true Tiger King because I heard you know him. But tell, yeah, okay, next, next kid, tell us about your next kid and their cage fighting name. Uh, so, Lexi, uh, she is uh, just finishing up at North Central and looking to go into social work. I think at this point, her emphasis is like, hospice care um which she has she has a true gift we saw um she worked with older people in in as a job in high school and just really shined in that she just found a way um well she worked at bethany as you know so when she went into that it wasn't a real healthy type work environment like people were super critical negative she came home, started talking about that, and it was just one of those moments um, where we were just talking about it, and, I, and and in our conversation, I was like, "Well, I wonder if you just tried to think about, you know, because talked about grandma and grandpa, and said, you know, that's a bunch of people's grandparents that aren't able to maybe see them as much. If you could just figure out how to really make their day or whatever." She yeah. grabbed a hold of that and went crazy with it. Um, and really uh, was just so it was she started loving her job and um, and then we saw it with Christie's dad going through Parkinson's and, yep. and down the stretch especially when it was it was you know you love this person so much and they're very difficult to interact with um, you know because there's not a lot <clears throat> in a conversation it's mostly one way at that point. Mm-hmm. And she would just sit with him and ju- you could see, you know, the gifting that, that is there. So awesome. Yeah, for sure. That's so and cool. I remember when she was, you were talking to me about, she was having trouble in high school at that job. Yeah. You gave her this advice and I thought it was really profound. You said something like, what if you went in and you gave them the best part of their day yeah. or something like yep. that? What was it? Yeah. Yeah. You just make it the part of the day that they look forward to. Yeah, when they get to you see know, you. And and she <laughs> didn't always run with everything I <laughs> put in front of her, you know, but she she could wrap her head around that. And I think not to get too churchy, but I do believe uh honestly missions is you know how I feel about it. Yeah. That's the piece that I believe helps people think about others instead of themselves. That's one of the major 
things we did in our house that shaped that. Well, tell me about that because uh, I, w- I won't go into all of it, but your kids have done so much as teenagers when they were teenagers to raise money for missions. Like, what can you point to? Um, so we, I know it's just a home culture thing. Yeah, not to get too deep into it, but obviously we were, my parents were missionaries to Vietnam. Uh, my mom is there now as a widow. Christie's grandparents were missionaries in Indonesia. So, wow. you know, like yeah. literally <laughs> just there. he would, uh, they would take the machetes and go back to the village. Just great stuff. You Hold know? on. What'd they do with the machetes? They'd, they'd have to work their way back to these villages oh, okay. to get to people. Cool. Yeah, Because I didn't know if you said missionaries or murderers. No. <laughs> the way you described it. But, I mean, I don't know what you but said. like, you know, the romantic stories of missionaries packing all their belongings <clears throat> yeah. in coffins. That's their story. I had no idea about Chrissy's parents. Yeah. It's you're her, a, you're her a bundle of secrets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was your nickname on the basketball court, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't <laughs> I don't remember that one. Yeah. yeah, just every time you'd be on offense, it'd be a new pass. You'd be like, <laughs> yeah. how did he do that one? It's just a bundle of secrets. What a bundle. Uh, <laughs> so on another note, Christy's mom is actually finishing a book about her parents. Oh, really? Which is pretty cool. Has she always been a writer? I wouldn't say so. I mean, she's she's gifted in that area, but she just really wanted to make sure that the story passed out. It's incredible stories. I mean, you think that... So in our world, it's kind of normal not to tell everybody... All this stuff, but with that as a backdrop, they were around it their whole lives, so it was just kind of uh, what they knew. Yeah. But um, we use speed of light, especially just to say, hey, here's a way that you can go and do yeah. something for others, and and they kind of ran with it. And there were times where they felt, you know, um, yeah, they just like whenever they'd make money. They would just immediately set some of that aside for, for speed of light, and and then when there were bigger moments for them, uh, where they felt like I was asking them to do something, they kind of. I don't want to make it sound like it was easy because they were scared to death, and we'd have long conversations about it. But they all have done different. The Kaylee did her thing with the shirts, and yep. Lexi started the speed of light cafe uh, out at yep. camp, uh, and yep, which know, was like so. you know, God send everybody at summer camp. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. okay, so to rewind to the cage fighting thing, yeah, I think Kaylee, she, if she, she you said she's K dog, yes. and I think when she wins, she's TKO. That's how I see well, that's a good Kaylee. Idea. She's yeah, just yeah. gonna wear him down. Probably gonna stop the fight. Uh, Lexi, I'd love to hear her cage fighting name. I think she's a submission artist. Yeah, or uh, you tell me. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think of all of our kids, uh, she might be the one I would say don't probably mess with no she's the one of one of your kids that she's the only one of your kids that's made me cry go ahead what's the cage fighting name <laughs> i don't i don't know that's a boy that's on the spot uh she'd be like khabib where she doesn't have a nickname <laughs> yeah. it's just her first name lexi yeah that's uh, it i would i would say something like it would be a joke about <laughs> hip flexors because she's She's had two hip surgeries already. Dude, you know, tell oh a story gosh. about her track season where you guys made fun of. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in our in our house, uh, yeah, I I grew up with a, you know, you were never really hurt. I mean, if you were injured, it had to have come with X rays and that kind of stuff. So she was <laughs> she was running in. She was running in in cross, I think cross country. It was cross her track, and she would just come and be like, 
oh, it's my hip flexors. And so that got to be this big joke where I'd walk yeah. around the house and be like, oh, I think I did something to my hip flexors. You know? <laughs> so totally just making fun, right? And then, sure enough, she goes in and, oh, yeah, she needs to have surgery on her hip. <laughs> so <laughs> she's had surgery on both hips. And um, so I don't know, maybe. <laughs> All the ridicule. <laughs> yeah. But to back it up, I should have known because when she was real little, like, Real young. We had bunk beds for the girls in Racine, and, and we heard something in the other room, and then uh, nothing came of it. And all of a sudden, for like the next day, she was super little, and you'd go to pick her up or anything, and she'd just get grumpy and wouldn't let you and pull away from you, and she was kind of in a bad mood for a day. Well, we found out that she was jumping off the top rung oh. onto the bed. Uh-huh. And fell back, lost momentum, or fell backwards, and she broke her collarbone. Oh, but we didn't know gosh. about it for over a day. We're like, oh, is everything okay? Man. And so we take her in, and and so what a tough kid. Yeah, so like, <laughs> she I really mean, is Khabib. Yeah, like, yeah. That, that is I unbelievable. Think she won't tap. That's for sure. Yeah, so. <laughs> I deserve this. Yeah. I deserve to win. It's yeah. just business. She'd be like, and she would be the first ever person to su- submit somebody with words. You know what I mean? Like, all right, I, I gotta go. I gotta call my dad. Yeah, you were, you were the victim. I, as I recall, she she loved to, she loved to comment on your wardrobe, is what I recall. <laughs> Which I don't know why. I don't know many people that dress better than me. She's a weird. I think pick. that's why she had some comments. I think <laughs> she's jealous. Yeah, probably. <laughs> all right, next the boy, Gunner. Yeah. Um, Gunner just uh, also doesn't need a nickname, right. a first name like that, <laughs> dude, dude. Is that a, that's a family name? So because that's a tough name. So yeah. the story of that name was uh, when I was a kid. My dad, it was a nickname he would call me. He'd be like, "Hey, little gun." It was. It meant like a sports, like a basketball sh- guy who shoots a lot, or whatever. So it was this kind of nickname, and I, I don't know why, but I thought, oh, that's kind of a cool name. Yeah, for a kid, and uh, and we had a lot of debate about that in our house because mm. the mostly the ladies around my wife at that time were like, "You're not really going to let him name him Gunner, are you?" <laughs> so she came and she's like, "I don't think we should do it." I'm like, "Okay, well, we'll name him Josiah or Dylan. whatever, whatever it is. <laughs> I'll just call him Gunner, you know." And she's and then this is how funny it is. She's like, "Yeah, but if you call him Gunner, everybody's going to call him Gunner." And I don't know why, but she, I, she finally gave in, huh. and we named. And now I can't imagine him like most kids' names, right? You can't picture him being anybody else. Oh yeah, so yeah, he's a gunner. Yeah. So he's our, um, and he's. I used to say he'll never die of an ulcer because he doesn't worry <laughs> no about stress. anything. Really? Oh, <laughs> now, he'll cause worry sometimes, but. <laughs> Yeah, sure. No, he lives about that's awesome. Two minutes ahead of what is happening right now. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> he's he's awesome. He 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 is. Awesome. He loves loves life. He's um, yeah. He's uh, probably a physical touch. All of all of our kids have gone through the stages where they're still. Um, we'll give dad a hug and all that kind of stuff, which is ironic because not the most. I didn't grow up in that really. Um, well, don't be so hard on yourself. You give great hugs. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I, it was it was intentional in my parenting though, because I 
it wasn't like I was like, oh, my dad never hugged me. We were all good. But I did see that, you know, this is something a lot of people need. And, and so intentionally just thought, I'm just always going to do that with my kids. Gunner's like the most, of, ironically, huh. of having four kids, three girls. He, you know, still to this day, not to embarrass him, but I don't think he would be. We just, every night, you know, it's like, got to hug dad before I go to bed, hug yeah. mom. And, um, so, yeah, he's super generous. He would, uh, yeah, he just would give, he'd give everything he has away, I think, you know. So, yeah. It's kind of funny. Do you, man, is there such a thing as saying, I love you or I'm proud of you too much because you come from a different generation and I actually, I'm like, so I'm not saying people, other people aren't grateful, but I'm like, so grateful for my son. And so I tell him, I love him a thousand times a day. And I give him a thousand kisses a day to the point that he's just like, (laughs) you know, which he's also learning from you. Yeah. Like, don't touch me. Don't hug me. (laughs) Is that, is there, and I'm like, you're gonna have your first kid, mm-hmm. and it's like hard not to do that. Is there such a thing as too much? Honestly, I, I think it would surprise people because, like, when you hear, "Oh, this guy doesn't cry," uh, that's been my whole life. Of has been that for the kids, probably overcorrected, but it's natural. It's not like I'm doing something I don't feel. I do feel that. I, um, I don't fear Christy and I being alone when the kids are gone, and we're looking forward to that. But man, we'll miss those kids. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. we'll love the time with each other. But I've I've told people uh, I have no reason to make it up like it's not true. But every stage has been just awesome. Now there are more challenges with certain ones. What I what I would say about saying it too much, I think dads have a real um, they walk a kind of a a precipice where part of the dad's role is to bring kind of the the hammer sometimes, you know, like, hey, this is... And so if all you ever do is, that's okay, that's okay, that's okay. Yeah. That's dangerous. But so is... And this is where, you know, is anything ever good enough for dad or, you know, living up to that? Sure. That's a, that's the real stress, I think, of being a dad. Um, Too high a standards, you're saying? Yeah, well, just managing that. Like, okay, so how much of this, you know, I don't want to crush my kid's spirit and be riding him the whole time. But I also don't want it to be like, yeah, you know, um, you didn't get the lawn mowed today or last week or whatever. It'll all be fine. And then you create this kid who there's never an accountability or or whatever it might be. I do think there's something that dad has that... You know, now I sound super traditional roles. That's not no. my opinion. It's just what worked in our house for well, sure. Well, I've heard you talk about your dad in, in this way. And it, my son's only three, so I know I don't have to have it all figured out right now. But my the current resolution I've come to is he's going to hear me say I love you a million times a day. But I'm trying to use the I'm proud of you moment uh, sparingly, not withholdingly, but right. sparingly <laughs> yeah. so that it holds some weight. Because if he, like, you know, eats his breakfast, I want to be like, good job, you know. But no, let me, let that have some, retain some power. You know what I mean? And that's what I was saying with Kaylee. The truth is I had to do that more for her because of her wiring. Yeah. Um, You know, but I've told the story a million times. I'd come home from a game where 
My mom was the same spiel after every game I ever played. <sighs> That's terrible, Steve. Best game of your life. <laughs> You're the best one out there. Yeah, you know, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, whatever. You don't even... I'm not sure you knew which team I was on. Yeah. You know? <laughs> not really. She's better than that. But dad would have the real critical eye. Like, I... That drive you crazy? No, I That's ate not it you. Up. I ate it you up. Like no, my brother didn't love that. But yeah. I... Like, we'd come home from a game. This is back when you had VHS tapes. So <laughs> he'd record the game. He'd keep stats at the game. Wow. He he was so belligerent with the officials that my mom and a friend's mom would sit together on one end of the gym, and our dads would sit on the other end oh, and wow. just <laughs> go to town. So we'd get home after I'd, I'd get done with the game, shower up, and go out hang out with my friends. But I knew when I got home... We're gonna watch the tape and and talk through what we could have done better. And you look forward to that? Yeah, like people are like, awesome. I would tell people that, and they'd look at me and they'd be like, ah, oh, they were feeling bad for me. And at first, when they said that, I'm like, what are you talking? Like, blink once if you don't feel safe. Yeah, that's it. Like they were so worried that oh man, perfectionism is you know. Yeah. But I'm sitting here, whatever. Whether it was, I think it was just natural. I I don't need to work on the stuff that went well, like. That's sure. good. What I need to work on is what didn't go well. So, huh. anyway, not. I don't think it was quite to the level of what we saw in Jordan and his. Yeah. Oh man. Like, but there's a little bit of that in me. So yeah. I, yeah. My, oh, you haven't seen? No. Yeah, I'm okay. waiting. I'm waiting. Oh my gosh. I just got ESPN Plus, so now I get yeah. to watch it. That was that documentary was awesome. Yeah. Is there dad? <laughs> is there good dad stuff in there? No. <laughs> well, I mean, there is, and yeah, yes. you. Oh my gosh! For sure, his dad was great. His Dude, dad was great. Yeah, yeah I learned a lot from bad dads. What was that? I learned a lot from. I don't from, know how good of a dad Michael was, but his yeah, dad was oh, phenomenal. Yeah. Oh my gosh! In that nine, the '96 championship, and you're they showed the footage of him yeah. in the locker. Oh my gosh! Right. And now I have a weird natural defense mechanism for crying. <clears throat> Brittany sees it sometimes, where I feel like I'm about to cry. I sneeze. It causes me to wow. sneeze, and then I don't cry. Like Ooh, it like takes that's me. Nice. Out. I know. Well, that's I mean, maybe it's nice. I don't know. But yeah, dude, it's very very weird. So fast forward <laughs> to your daughter's wedding. It's just gonna be sneeze fest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope we're not in another pandemic. People yeah. Be like, Get me need out like of this six ceremony. Claritins. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just hopped up on antihistamine. If you take, uh, should I? I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> That's always good. A resident pharmacist. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Too much an overdose of antihistamine will cause an audio hallucinations. You no, want yeah. you want that's gonna be the most important of your daughter's state permanent day of your daughter's life. The wedding? Is that right? <laughs> okay. I didn't know if just I just take it easy on the Claritin. Yeah, I didn't know if I need the Claritin for the birth. That would be <laughs> out of this world. <laughs> that baby just talked to me first word on the first day. Smartest kid ever. <laughs> she's just uh, Gunner Gunner so, would be as that to me that's a sweet cage name. Right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. interesting. And I've literally almost tapped from him choking me. <laughs> so <laughs> Probably a submission guy. <laughs> so he's never been in a fight, which is a little interesting, because when he was younger especially, he he really liked to – he was very confident and liked to run his mouth a little bit. Um, But I remember thinking, because he was always so small. Like, you remember. Yeah. Until really the end of his junior year, he was just little – Um. And, uh, but he, maybe it was from the UFC or whatever, but us wrestling around, we'd always do that. And 
So at a young age, he knew how to rear naked choke somebody, which wow. he, I believe tried on Tyler. <laughs> definitely Tyler. to me, where it's like, ha, 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 uh, okay, ha, ha, this is funny. Hey, Gunner, Gunner, he, he's red. Hey, yeah, he's I did, blue. Yeah, no, I was like, blue. Gunner, you, you can't really do that. He was young enough that it was still how How will he ever sing Cornerstone if you don't yeah. release him? <laughs> the anthem. Next kid. <laughs> <laughs> Last is uh, Macy, our youngest. She'll be a junior next year. Um, so she's like, all the other kids are sure that she's the favorite. <laughs> That's, you know, like, because normally I think kids think whatever, but they're unified on that. And uh makes Christy and I laugh because whenever they'll say something, we'll... We go the other way with her. We're like, oh, of course she is. I mean, look at all she does. You know, you guys. Like I say, we did awesome. ours is right away to humor and mockery. Um, uh, but she is probably our, she's the achiever, uh, perfectionist. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, she's probably, I mean, she's tracking towards being valedictorian. Wow. wow. And um, I, I would assume that'll probably happen. Um, she's plays in every sport. She's she's a yeah. junior this year. She'll be a junior she, next year. Yeah. Okay. So the the difficult part right now is she loves sports, but really it's the social side mostly, except for volleyball. She really loves. Yeah. And so if they don't have, they're talking about not having fall sports for her, which would be tough because it's her basically her varsity years now. Has she considered esports? <laughs> <laughs> Has Gunner considered esports? <laughs> I'm not sure that's what you think it is, but wait, isn't that video games? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I meant. Yeah, okay. yeah. all right. Call, Call of Duty. I or thought you were 2K, like virtual Madden. or something. Where they were I'm saying there's no uh, there's no germs in esports. Yeah, um, and yeah. she has knockout power. I would say she's probably going to knock somebody out. She's in the cage. Yeah, she's pretty athletic. Pretty uh, like. Her thing is puzzles. Yeah, she did like a destination imagination <laughs> or whatever, oh, yeah. right? No, she's she's super gifted. I would say Gunner's the most naturally gifted. But you his, heard it, you heard it here, Trip Kids. Go ahead. His, his lift, like they all know this. They're like, yeah, he everything kind of comes easy for him. Uh, the other yeah, kids, it's angering. The other kids would work, and then so Macy's like the other three are pretty hard workers as well. But she, so like, uh, we, she does this destination imagination thing where they travel. It's an international competition, and since they were real little, they would advance to those kinds of things. Um, we would tease. She'll hate that I say this one, but we would tease her. She finds puzzles really relaxing, so like she'll go do these puzzles over and over and over, and we can't buy enough of those for her. She's Hugh, like Hugh Jackman, Hugh, Hugh Jackman in A Beautiful Mind. Same guy? No, no. <laughs> uh, no. Who is it? A Beautiful Mind isn't that's uh, Russell Crowe. Russell, Russell Crowe, yeah, yeah, Russell Crowe. Well, over there weirdly though, Russell Crowe was seen... up for Wolverine originally. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's interesting that you would Beautiful Mind. Them. Whoa. Also seeing people. So. <laughs> That's a little side story. I don't see, want to ruin it for you. See, if we're going to do movie comparisons, I picture Gunner. I, I believe Gunner's going places, but I'm just saying, so he's like mopping floors at a prestigious university. Yeah, he sees right. a math problem on I the wall. You. He's just like, I got this. I like them apples, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do uh, Dana Tanner, Joe Jackson again? I feel like this will be a good one for Steve. 
What'd yeah. you say? <laughs> yeah. It's not a it's not the most uh, politically correct. Oh. We have a segment on the show called Danny Tanner Joe Jackson, which is another way of saying highlight, low light of fatherhood. Oh, yeah. So what it. was a time that you were an awesome dad and what was a time you were more like Joe Jackson raising the king of pop? <laughs> well, I certainly didn't go to the extremes that guy did. But oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Close though. Did Go any ahead. of us? So, like, I think I, uh, you know, Kaylee gets the disadvantage of being first. You know, so like with her, we just hit a stretch where, and she was she was kind of little, and I told you already. Like for me, I'm just like I just work on the stuff I'm not good at, and I just keep focusing on that. Um. Which is great when you're wired like I am, but when you're wired as a words of affirmation, that's like not a good mix. And so um, just trying, to, you know, I knew all the things you're trying to catch her do stuff right, and we just ran through a bad stretch. And, and I saw her, you know, because, man, that thing of, a, of your kid getting affirmation from dad or knowing they're living up, that is... There's a reason when dads are absent that things go like yeah. they do. And so I could see her just really, and she deserved it. She got in trouble for something. Who knows what it was? You know, and with Kaylee, it was usually, it wasn't like manipulative or rebellious. It was just something happened. And so I was on her about it. And for whatever reason, I just really believe, uh, in my gut or my spirit or whatever you want, would want to say, I was like, yeah, she deserved being in trouble, but it was at a breaking point. And so I went into her, I remember kneeling by her, her bed where she was or whatever. And I just, I just looked at her and you could see that she was hurting. And I just said, baby, what you did, yeah, you need to get in trouble for that. But daddy didn't have to say it how he said it. And I just want you to know, you know, I think the world of you just affirmed her. Mm -hmm. And the moment, so it was terrible, right? Like I'm just the worst dad piling on this poor kid. But at the same time, it turned around. She hugged my neck like, you know, on the level of choking you out. Yeah. Like, And I do believe there's scripture saying don't, don't push your kids beyond what they're capable, you know, that whole kind of an idea where that could have been a turning point in our relationship. Now that might be overstating it. I think it would have probably worked out, but working with students all my life, I was like, man, how do things get so sideways to where kids and parents can't stand each other, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah, if you're just going to always be right and, and kind of always take the authoritarian spot, eventually kids are like, I can't, you know, live up to that. And well, isn't it crazy so. how I think sometimes what a kid needs most, or I'll just put it in my context, the kids in our house, sometimes what they need most in reality costs me the least. And the reason you wouldn't pay it is your pride. Exactly. Ooh. I go like, all you <laughs> so need, dumb. like yeah, I'm, I'm going to slow down on writing. <laughs> <laughs> I can go like, all you needed was me to, like encourage you or just stop and hug you. Like I'm just begging you to stop crying when you need me to stop begging you to stop crying. You just need a hug or whatever, man. Yeah. So that, that would be one that was, I, f I remember being in my room 
So was is going. that Danny Tanner or Joe Jackson? Yeah, well, was, both. <laughs> so it felt like Joe Jackson in my room. Yeah. And had I not gone to her, that would have been that for sure, you know. And I think it's a good mix. one of the few times that I turned it around, and because I'm stubborn, our whole family's stubborn. Um, yeah, so um, that I feel like that was a Danny Taylor, and I'm sure there's way more of those that I've blocked out. Um, <laughs> but the 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 good one we stumbled onto was with started with Macy when she was I think six or seven. The good one we stumbled onto was Macy. Yeah. Next question. Yeah, right, right, so. right, right. <laughs> um, so. You come from families where you're like, and especially Christie's family, like Christmas gifts. If it was, we would get the kids would get gifts, and all of a sudden there'd be uh, a check for like four dollars and thirty seven cents, along with one of the kids' gifts. Oh, to make sure it's even because it was a hundred percent even, right? And so, uh, so we're sitting here, and Macy's like. Disney ran one of these, hey, you can come to Disney World for your birthday for free. So she's six or seven. She's yeah. like, hey, dad, am I going to, I want to go to, I get to go to Disney World for free, you know, just innocent. All the while living at the trailer at Spencer Lake during this phase of our life, right? And Christy and I were talking, and we're like, oh, that's just so cute, you know? I'm like, well, there's no way we can take the whole family to Disney so what we started on was we said, and I, I said, well, is it crazy just to think that we get you a ticket and you take her and you guys go for her birthday or whatever? And immediately it was like, well, we have three other kids, but that's probably not going to be. <laughs> um, so shorten the story, uh, we kind of, we kind of rallied around the idea and talked to the other kids. They were all older. And it was great. The honesty of the kids was amazing. Like, well, yeah, I'm going to be jealous, but I'm really happy for her. Yeah. You know? Mm. And so then we gave, we we thought it'd be really funny to do this. We're going to celebrate her birthday a little early. So she starts opening up her gifts, and it's like sunglasses. <laughs> An avocado. Yeah, I mean, it's all like hints towards... Oh, she okay. just she's just thinking. My parents are so cheap; they're giving me like Avocado. like used stuff. Yeah, I thought he, I thought it was like crappy gift, crappy yeah, gift, crappy. I was I was, oh, I was oh. in line with what you were saying. No, no, I was like, no. the next thing's going to be like a, a yeah. sunblock, or oh, yeah. you're like an avocado. Oh, see, I was <laughs> mouse, that kind of thing. Yeah. I thought it was like let down, let down, let down. So she didn't really know. Like she was being very polite. Like thank you, <laughs> but I think these Thanks. are already in my room. You know, and. Uh, <laughs> So when I say that it's a great moment, it's just so fun to watch her yeah. light up, and even her siblings that were at an age where that would have been a pretty big deal. Yeah. Um, but out of that, we discovered something. We're like, oh well, why don't we just do what? So um, a little while later, you know, we took Lexi to Mall of America and did a shopping spree with Dad, kind of a thing, just on a weekend. And I think Gunners was a a uh, Vikings game. Took him to the Vikings Packer game that did not work out so well for the Vikes. Which one was that one? It's well, so here's the great story. It was when Brad Childress was our coach. Okay. And in our house we watched the games and so the kids are young, but they already are like, Oh, Childress is terrible, you know. <laughs> so we went to the game and, and literally at the beginning of the game, 
you know, it was a little bit cool in the, in the stadium. And they're like, Brad Jill just sucks. He can't even get the temperature. Like, everything was just his fault, you know? All game long, I'm just hearing, we're sitting here just people yelling at yeah. Childress. Yeah. They lose to the Packers, so it's a bummer, but we had a great, and Childress gets fired the next day. Oh, you know? wow. So, yeah. You could be at, you used to get to say he was at the last game? Yeah, we were at his That's last cool. game. So, <laughs> anyway, so what we stumbled onto with the good dads was figuring out what really your kids loved. Yeah. And trying to create those memories or moments. Um, one with Kaylee that's more recent that we, she's a big fan of Coldplay. Yeah. So she's always wanted to go with me to see a Coldplay show. And so we were going to do that. And then uh, the hurricanes happened down in Houston. So oh, you uh, couldn't go. Canceled. We had tickets for it. We were down there. Oh, wow. Uh, we, we moved Lexi in to uh, Segu there. And she and I were going to go to the show and come back. And it did not happen. So we're looking forward to I'm hoping that they're so funny. They're like, oh, I don't think we're going to tour anymore. But yeah, they'll have an artistic revelation, I'm sure. Yeah. So. yeah. We hear about all the stand ups recently, just like need to get in front of a crowd. Of for people. sure. And musicians will have the same thing. Yeah. For sure. What uh-huh. age do you guys think that you'll be when your kids can beat you in a physical fight? Uh, oh. Taylor? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't have. You're 29 I, now. I'm 30, 29 now. 30, yeah. You got a little while. I got quite a while. I, I still can't beat my dad. What do you think, 35? <laughs> He's 61. Yeah, probably 35. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Like, my, like, like Brittany has at times, I've been like, you're really strong. Like, whoa. <laughs> That's Your wife is strong, you're saying? Yeah, dude, for sure. I mean, well, dude, the, you know what they say? If you think about bears, I went. Dang it, I should save this for our Mount Rushmore. I took Micah to a bear farm one time, which now after seeing Tiger King, I realized that I should not have gone there. <laughs> but I asked the guys, I said, uh, they're like, hey, you want to pet this bear? I was like, yeah. Will you take my picture? They're like, yeah, 10 bucks. So I was like, all right, take my picture. They go, well, give me your phone. It's like, I had to pay 10 bucks for you to take a picture of me with my phone. I said, hey, what age does a bear get that I officially cannot beat it up anymore? And they pointed over to this eight-month-old bear. They're like you wouldn't win against that thing. Those things climb all day and it'll rip right. your eyes out. Right. So I Ooh. wonder if your daughter will be the same. <laughs> Eight months old. <laughs> Gouging eyes. Yeah. Uh, me? I don't know. Yes, he wrestled bears. What Do you think any of your kids can beat you in a fight right now? Uh, well, if you ask Gunner, for sure he thinks so. You got old man strength. But no, we wrestle around and it's <laughs> it's not even close yet. So. Hmm. That and... I the real old man strength is two things. It, it is real, but the other side of it is you can't run, so you're left. To, I gotta fight. Like if something goes down, I'm like I'm not gonna outrun anybody anymore. Oh yeah, so that's true. Uh, just yeah, go. well, and but it's you. Even, the thing about being old, like you, is um, <laughs> if you lose, they successfully beat an old man. Yeah, for sure. It's so then they take. lose, yeah. and if you win, you won. And they got beat up by an old man, so they extra lost. Are you talking yeah. about Mike Knipe now? Is that, that's that's, that's definitely what I was thinking of. <laughs> Let's do Mount Rushmore. All right. Um, okay. Oh, wait, we didn't hear the tiger story. Your dad is <laughs> the sorry. real Tiger King. I showed up to this podcast today <laughs> for this story. <laughs> now, I, I want I want to give an introduction to okay. dad as from an outsider because okay. I think that matters. Whenever. I've seen people choke up 
talking about your dad in front of a large crowd of people, thinking of Denny mm-hmm. Curran, is that his yep. name? Yeah. Uh, your dad's just a legend beyond what I know, because obviously I never met him. So there's just like story after story from outsiders, and of course story after story from you about your dad, just an incredible guy. Yeah. And he's the real Tiger King. He is. So talk as much about your dad as you want and tell us why he's the he's real He's the real Tiger King minus some very, uh, <laughs> yeah. in, a, in the most narrow sense, of being the Tiger King. Yeah. We're comparing uh, a missionary yeah. to I'll, a Yeah, I'll let you clear up his head. reputation as I've uh, uh, tattered it. Yeah. No, he, uh, so he served in uh, Vietnam in the 101st Airborne in, uh, I believe it was like 65, 66, so right at the beginning. And Hunter First was in the thick of it. So he he had a lot of um he was glad he went early, but there was a lot of uh a lot of combat. I think mm-hmm. thirteen jumps or something that they wow. went on and, and so he would do they jump and then do search and destroy missions as well. So this story goes, they're in I don't remember if it was it's not going to add or subtract where it was. Well, and I, I don't know if people, if people listening have put these pieces together, he fought in Vietnam and then went back as a missionary. Yes. That's just the type of person yeah. we're talking about. Well, cool. and there's some pretty crazy pieces to that story as sure. well. But but this one with the tiger, um, they were in this village, search and destroy, trying to find out you know, if they were... It was very common for what they did. And um, this village, uh, they had a tiger that was wounded... That had come and was um, attacking and taking off like some of the elderly and some children and things like that. So they're looking for help with this thing, and so he was the guy who got to go and and uh, shoot this tiger. So he your dad killed a he tiger. Killed a tiger. <laughs> uh, I think that's legally uh, for a village. I mean, obviously it was not for. Um, putting on a wall or I think there's a statute like limitation yeah. on that. <laughs> well, it'd be hard to prosecute him at this point as well. So, yeah, that's uh, true. But yeah, so just one of those stories you tell as kids. I always joked about it when I came back and, you know, you're like in grade school and there's the, hey, my dad can beat up your dad kind of a thing. <laughs> so I all of us say that, but then I'm like, you hold a pretty good Trump card when he was in the war, 101st Airborne. And he killed a tiger. You're like <laughs> that old story. You're just like, yeah, I think my dad's got it. You know, so how did how does a guy like your dad handle when one of his kids gets smallpox? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, uh, I would joke and say he's probably disappointed that my immune system let me down. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've known you for I've known you for more than ten years now. Earlier we were chatting like, how about this weather? Huh? Sure is warming up. I had smallpox as a child. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's crazy. Both my brother and I did in Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, so, in a, in another country. Yeah, yeah, impoverished country. <laughs> like, oh my so, gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> Just man. Both, well, but I mean, during that time. Like I said, we got all the shots to go over there, so I had that vaccination twice. We get the plague shot every month or whatever it was. It was just a different, yeah, yeah. <laughs> different <laughs> oh my time. Gosh. Your dad's the real Tiger King, the yeah. better, more wholesome. Yeah, saved yeah. a bunch minus, of people's lives. Yeah, minus yeah. a lot of the <laughs> yeah, yeah, the breeding. The and yeah, <laughs> didn't buy expired meat from Walmart. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which bargains a bargain. Okay, uh, Mount Rushmore top. 
your Mount Rushmore of vacations that you went on with your dad or have taken your kids on. It can be type of vacation. It can be specific trips. Okay. You've done some trips. Yeah. Taylor. My dad's dude, a big vacationer. I, I have a question. But not you. like, yeah, he's a Tell me guy. about vacations you've gone on where you were like, nope, too hot. I'm staying in the car with my Game Boy. I think you're <laughs> specifically trying to get one story out. And that, and it's not on my Mount Rushmore, but it was okay. a, it was a two and a half week vacation. My dad like picked me up on my last day of school, threw me in the back of the Chevy Avalanche. Was it a surprise? No, no, I knew, and I was, I was, I was really pissed. Like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And my mom knew too, because she was just like, "We're doing this vacation," and I'm like, "But it's my summer vacation, you know." This. And yeah, it was two and a half weeks, and we did out out west and we did all the national parks oh wow and it was like utah um new mexico arizona nevada and we just did two and a half weeks and then like the one thing because my mom was like i want to see a cirque du soleil show so we were going to stay two nights in vegas we ended up staying one because (laughs) and i was like you know i'm like 17 16 17 and I can see that this place is like a hole. Yeah. But then like, I think recently my parents and I were talking about it and that my dad was just like, that place gave me the heebie-jeebies like none other. And <laughs> it was one night. But we did see the Cirque du Soleil show, which was cool. But then everything else was just nature. Did you and get the little book? It was just nature. No, I didn't know. No, I did. And it was. Did your dad? Um, he, he like he got like a bunch of the uh, like books with like yeah. pictures of the canyons and stuff. Yeah. And so, like, you go to my parents' house now, and it used to be part of, like, the lower le- – they have a tri-level, and the lower level, like, decoration was, like – That trip? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the south Southwest Canyon, you know, trip. And now he has uh, – now there's a room in that lower level uh, that is now, like, his study room, and now it's all in there. So they're kind of transitioning into so a he, new – he Chevy chased you on that vacation. Oh, yes. <laughs> dude, and I mean, like, and it was – Looking back on it, like some Amazing. really cool things. Yeah. I was just a kid that was. I can't believe you a were punk. so. I was a yeah. punk. Dude, I was such a punk. I hear about, like, <laughs> I forget who it was. was talking, somebody was talking about a podcast where they were talking about their dad, and they're like, when our dad would put us in the car and go to take us to the school, but then we drive up to the school and drive past the school, and you're doing something else that day. Oh, yeah. I'm like. That wasn't my dad. That was my mom. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I can't <laughs> wait to do that with Micah, dude. Yeah. I feel like. No I know. We, we're we totally not going on my Rushmore right now. Sorry. But, like, yeah. we went to a movie last fall or earlier this winter, and I saw, like, a dad with, like, his two junior high boys, and, like, we were kind of in the in the either we had just found out we were kind of in the talks of like we're gonna try to start trying having kids and I saw that and I went oh that's gonna be so much fun because I did that too like yeah. my mom would take me to like the midnight showings of the Lord of Lord of the Rings movies or the Spider Man movies or stuff like that I'm like yeah we're gonna do that it's gonna be awesome it's the, best. <laughs> the best so what's your first Mount Rushmore vacation I'll just, I'll just let that one I'll let oh. that one be it because I do think. Like as a molder, I I appreciate it more now that I'm older, and yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. Were you like hanging on to it, not being a good time, or was it genuinely not a good time at that? Stage? Um, I was hanging on to it yeah. to be a not a good time because like it was like yeah, like I said, it was first day or I think like picked me up on the last day of school, and we just like left, and that was how we typically took vacations too. But I knew this was going to be two and a half weeks. Oof. I knew it was going to be, and I don't, I'm not a nature guy. I am not like, right. hey, let's go hiking. I am a theme park, 
like hotel mall guy. <laughs> and so you know like, what you want. I do. And so, but so like two and a half weeks of like in Southwest in the summer, like in June mm. in Las Vegas, it was like 118 Yuck. degrees the one day. And the asphalt, when you stepped on it was like mildly soft. <laughs> like you kind of felt like yourself sink a little bit. I just, I couldn't believe it. But again, now I appreciate it yeah, at the time. Not at all. <laughs> it was a, sl- it was a sleeper. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'd say, and I'd love to hear what you guys think, what type of dads you are or had uh, on vacation. Like some dads are like, you get three swear words on this vacation or whatever. (laughs) Uh, Or like, you will have fun. That's how I am. I put huge expectations on others to be like, sure, this will be the best time of your life and it better be. Uh, We went up to Wapaka for vacation, God's country. Mm -hmm. And my dad woke me up at like four in the morning and he's just like, get in the car. I got in the car. Of course, I fell asleep, and I woke up parked in front of Lambeau Field. Wow. Oh, cool. It was the cool. And we went and we yeah. toured. They like I remember they were like, yeah, Gilbert, Gilbert, Gilbert Brown, is that his name? Yeah. Grave digger, whatever. Like, he eats a 12-egg omelet before every game. Like, I just remember that fact. <laughs> and we went into the, the practice facility and, like, did all this stuff. It was incredible. Like, that surprise element. And I'm not a surprise person anymore, but that was a pretty good day trip with my dad. That's cool. That's great. Uh, well, I'll piggyback. We did a, we took the kids out West. Um, 2012, you missed my wedding for that. Go ahead. That is, I remember that. That is true. You didn't miss much. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so we drove with, with the kids and, and, um, it was the Clark Griswold type of deal. Like we're all the way out there. We spent a, a week up in, uh, well, it was mostly Montana and then. We were at Yellowstone there too. Um, cool, but like typical, I'm I'm not a vacation. I don't mind I, the mountains or the ocean. I love it all, but wherever I go, like I know some people just want to go and sit. I'm the worst at that. Like so, here we have these kids. Our our kids are still pretty young at that time. I mean, Macy's pretty little, and our first day that we got to the. Uh, out to Montana when we finally got there. So the next morning I'm like, Oh, let's go, let's go walking, you know? And so we're, we're just going to go on this little hike up there. It was like a 13 mile hike that we took the kids on. And Macy is probably six, you know, <laughs> we're just like, Oh yeah. She well, was your a hips hurt. Yeah. She was a trooper. <laughs> I mean, but there was like towards the beginning, you're walking on this. It's probably four foot wide. And there's cable on the wall that you hang on to. Oh, man. Oh, that's nope. awesome. Nope, and nope, so nope. Christy's, <laughs> Christy's freaking you out. You know how it is, right? Yeah. Like, so you, you've been around me enough that I'm like, ah, it'll be okay. Other people <laughs> do this. We can do this, you know? And she's just totally questioning her motherhood the whole way as our kids are running. You know, yeah. Kaylee's snug to the <clears> yeah. wall. And, yeah. You know. We had that with the Grand Canyon where oh, it was yeah. like, there was a path of road that was like, about the same, like four feet wide, but when you look down to your right and to your left, it's like no hundreds point, no. of feet down. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah. It's funny how you can, two people can have totally different <laughs> definitions of fun. <laughs> Dude, for real. I tried to get a tradition for Alyssa and I every year we, when we go, or every vacation we'd rent mopeds because it uh, started on our honeymoon. And I remember on our honeymoon, we rented mopeds. We were going from waterfall to waterfall and we did cliff diving and all that. Well, I did cliff diving. And uh, I remember looking back, she's like 200 yards behind me. It's raining in Hawaii. And I'm like, what's going on? So we pull over to a parking lot. And she goes, this? 
this is not fun for me. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like, all right. I guess we had different definitions of fun. Oh, that's awesome. Mount Rushmore. Oh, second vacation. Second vacation. Um, I think uh, we we did another one of those leave the last day of school and move or go on vacation. It was uh, to Maine. And then part of the trip to Maine, I think we did a day in like Boston and did like the uh, historical uh, what's with like the brick trail mm-hmm. or whatever in the city where you go through all the, like the different landmarks and stuff. Trail like of that. Tears, nope. <laughs> not it. No. Um, but I Dude, mean, like, is- and I was, I think I, I was. My people now. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> I was, I think, just finished sixth grade, so I was like pretty little. But like history was like my thing in school. Like I loved history, so going on that trip was pretty awesome. Uh, and weird that I'd like. At 12, I'm like, these lighthouses are awesome. You know, <laughs> like, it's not because, like I said, malls, theme parks, and air conditioned buildings are my thing. Yeah. And, that's uh, awesome. yeah, but like seeing the lighthouses was cool. Going to Boston was really cool. And, uh, I do, I've always wanted to go there. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, and, uh, this was also the, the out west trip was the first vacation we took where my mom finally went, if we go on this trip, no more camping. Is hotels. So everything before that was like KOAs and oh, like, boy. yeah. So th- that whole trip uh, was camping. So we camped in Maine. We camped, uh, I think we just stayed in Maine. We never like went and stayed in Boston. We just spent a day there. On the way back, we went to Hershey, Pennsylvania. <laughs> that was a bit of a letdown. <laughs> like For your mom? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like she was just yeah. like, let's do it. This is going to be so cool. Like, and it like rained the whole time and wasn't as fun, but it was still cool. Audi sounds great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah. will tell you, traveling with my wife, uh, we are very different, and we we love to travel, but like that would be, I would be interested in that, but it would be torturous with Christy because, you know, she if you've seen the people when they go, and then there's like a there's a placard that tells you the information. You know, I go by, I look at it, and I'm like, oh, what's the name of that animal? Cool. <laughs> Ah, uh, Christy, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like with emotion reading that whole thing. And I'm like, there's 67 of these on this. <laughs> <laughs> so it's famous for like, she'll, she, to her credit, she'll do that. And then me and the kids will kind of go wander and come back and see, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll match up. But that's awesome. That's cool. I, I love that stuff. I just, I, I can't do the slow down and read. Yeah. Yep part of that yeah for sure Alyssa's not that way but she does want to know like where we're gonna eat the three meals that day you know what I mean like she's like wants to plan every step you know 100% Christy it's not that hard for me to submit to I guess sure well Uh, the other thing though is I feel like a hypocrite because I do like the information she gets I just (laughs) don't really want to read it right you know right I mean that seems like something I can google later let's keep (laughs) walking well now (laughs) you can't won't yeah Yeah. (laughs) Uh, my second vacation would be another, just my dad and I, we went to Michigan and we took like two days and we went to like eight different disc golf parks and oh. just played around at like eight different parks. How old were you then? I was like last year, 12 or 13, oh. <laughs> 12 or 13 is why I'm so good. That's And true. then we also uh-huh. went to several different skate parks as a big inline wow. skater, big rollerblader. What's the hardest part of rollerblading? <laughs> and so... <laughs> So uh, that was awesome. He took me from skate park to skate park to disc golf park to disc golf park, and we just played. We just disc golf the whole That's time. That's a good dad, man. He knows awesome. what, knew what you loved, right? Yeah, he was pretty good yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. I can't, that's cool. Sorry, I can't help but wonder why 
you did drugs as a kid. <laughs> after you know. I know. <laughs> I know Nick Thune, this comedian who is like publicly an alcoholic, he goes, Dad, why'd you have to be so awesome? I wish I had a reason for my alcoholic breakdown. <laughs> and I feel the same. My parents are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Next uh, vacation. So, yeah, there's probably a few... Um, our whole family went to Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, like, she had your own hashtag, trip to Nam. Yeah, trip to Nam for like a month. Wow. And that was pretty, pretty amazing because mom's there. And um, so you know how I am about I mean, Christy and I had our wishes, and we could just only have money for one thing when we're done doing whatever. I don't think we'll ever retire, but if that happens, it would be to travel. And our kids feel the same way. But we went to Vietnam and just saw so much. And there was things, you know, that tie back to my childhood. We're there with my mom. But in typical fashion, we're not like, we're very much not like tourists. Christy wants to know the historical stuff. Mm -hmm. And I want to basically get there and be like, what is everybody that lives here? What do they do? I want to go do that. (laughs) And, um, you know, so, and then obviously with her doing, we just did a ton of ministry yeah, just because you know that old regular vacation. But yeah, but I mean, <laughs> and yeah, so there's that's the kids were all on motorbikes over there and yeah, and doing awesome. all the things that we're we're doing and and meeting the people that mom's you know knows and so that's awesome. That was pretty. That's gonna be pretty tough to beat. Not and it was nice. You don't have to. We try really hard never to lord over our kids. Like hey, you should be thankful. You know. But there's that moment there you're going, just there's not a lot of people that get an experience like that. Yeah, for and sure. So it was pretty cool. Uh, out of South Dakota, uh, Mount Rushmore. Oh, yeah. That was, and again, like, uh, younger. I think I think even that was before Maine, I think. I don't know, remember the years exactly. But again, just history. Yeah. And uh, the, the funniest part about it, like, when you, if you've never been, it's like, you're driving and it's just like mountains and mountains and mountains and it's like really beautiful and then suddenly like you take this turn and there's just four heads like, yeah, right. on a mountain and yeah. it's almost like oh <laughs> it's alarming at first but theme park yeah yeah exactly yeah <laughs> but like it, i just remember like you could totally tell like where and i'm so bad at where it's exactly located in south dakota but you can just tell like for that community that is who they are so like everything like they're like everything is like mount rushmore themed or like has something to do with it and it's they have little quips and humor about it um but then like the koa that we stayed at there because it was also camping again pre-hotel pre-hotel before my mom officially put her foot down um (laughs) but like that was a really cool campground uh like they had like kind of like a like a boulder hopping area which was like i don't know if it was like a part of the selling point at all or if it was just kind of like naturally there but like when we weren't going to uh what's the what's the other thing that's out there crazy horse crazy horse yeah Yeah, if you're not doing crazy horse you're not doing mount rushmore it was like there was a lot to do at that campground you know they had the pool and all that but then there was like the boulder hopping area that was like oh man i feel like do you like the movie National Treasure? I just feel like your <laughs> your childhood vacations are all those places. Dude, yeah. Like, you know, for real, Nick Cage in general. Yeah. But like, yeah, you're a big fan. I love Nick Cage. The fact that he's playing he's Tiger be, King. Yeah, right. Oh my gosh! Like, <laughs> I just like I, I sent it to to Brittany and I was like, if you had anything planned for Father's Day this yeah. year, like as like a oh like you're 
this is it. I already got it. <laughs> like I I'm took good. the week off from work. It's gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> but yeah, it's no, that was all you need is a day. It's, <laughs> it's one it. after another. But yeah, that's good. Uh, that's mine good I already day. mentioned would be took my son to the bear farm, and these guys that worked there. I don't know. It was just strange. I know a prison tattoo when I see one, dude. <laughs> and these guys like for sure would kill and eat you. Like they were crazy. They're like, yeah, man, give me your phone. They work with bears, dude. Oh, it was like, nuts. Yeah. I mean, these guys, like, how many of them were missing fingers? It wasn't like that, dude. These weren't nature guys, which is was well, so. They were like, like. That's exactly why I'm asking how many fingers they lost. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> these dudes were like gangsters, bro. Working wow. at a bear farm, hiding out at a bear farm. You know what I mean? Sure. And like they were like, couldn't hey. afford Alaska, huh? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, yeah, you want to feed that bear? Yeah. This is another one of those times where I'm get like, past the board. let's go. Alyssa had to feel like a terrible whatever, because they're like, we're gonna put some grape jelly on this paintbrush. You go in, feed it to the baby bear. We'll take your picture. But look at me, bud. When that grape jelly's gone, you get out of that cage. <laughs> <laughs> So there's this picture of me wearing a total vacation dad hat, like a thriving financial shirt and some cutoff khakis, feeding a bear some grape jelly off a paintbrush, and my son's like, doesn't know what's going on. I'm like, this is the best day of your life. (laughs) We get out. But yeah, I thought that was a good solid vacation, solid memory that he'll hear about secondhand for the rest of his life. Um, So I should switch over. So growing up, I was thinking, our folks, we just didn't have a lot, um, so vacations were very low key but like my senior year they took like the family went to florida um so i'll run them kind of i'll tell two and one if this is okay yeah so that one we're going to florida and and the one story i love to tell is because everything's such a tight budget like this is a huge deal like um so we're going down there and we're at the beach my brother and i are there and all of a sudden like our parents are gone like nowhere, they're like, "Well, we'll check back later," kind of a thing. <laughs> different time, <laughs> yeah, it's just different time. But, uh, <laughs> but I'm like, you know, I'm eighteen, yeah, and we're my brother's sixteen. We're on the beach, just hanging out, and it's getting later and later in the day. We have no idea where they are. <laughs> Cell phones weren't a thing yet, sure. You know? So, and my brother is different than I am. I'm like, ah, it's cool. We're at the beach, you know. He's like, getting mad, and we were there. So long, my brother just got fried, like just sunburned, terrible. <laughs> and now all of a sudden it's getting later in the day. I'm like, it is, I'm kind of hungry. Like we don't have, what's going on? My folks had, my dad famously, he had found uh, a way where if you go to this timeshare presentation, you're going to get free this, that, and the other. So yeah. he's like, oh, so we're going to go. So they just went and did that, left us at the beach and <laughs> come back later and, and it was it was perfect. Like, oh, this would be great. We're gonna be able to do this with whatever they give you. Yeah, totally backfired. My brother was just like miserably pink and yeah. burned and, <laughs> and miserable. But the typical vacations would have been your. We had a pop up camper. Oh, that was cool. sweet. When we, when we arrived, you know, yeah, and we would go to state parks. Oh, and, okay. Um, so I remember several of those, but one, and I loved to fish and all that kind of stuff. And I remember one of the times where we went. Ironically, we went up to where the area where I would end up growing up and did a vacation up there. And, and I caught just this massive Northern, uh, and I was a little guy, like one of those pictures where I'm leaning like this Holdman. It's about, it felt like the size of me, you know, kind of as a little kid. So we, most of our vacations were that kind. That's awesome. So That's what we didn't, that would be, well, I'll just go my last one. 
I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, know. if you want to go, it's fine. <laughs> well, the same yeah, thing. Yeah. Our vacation, we have it planned this summer, going to this place called Cedar Campus in the middle of nowhere in the UP. We've done it a few times. Mike has been there once, and that is the best, dude. That's us. Like, go be in the woods. We, we basically, I like won't wear a watch, turn off my phone. There's salmon up there, dude. I've never caught salmon before. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> What? Nothing. I just I know what my last Mount Rushmore is, and it's like opposite. Yeah, <laughs> I would admit I went up there last time. I went up there. I listen. I just needed easy fiction, so I listened to stupid Hunger Games book, and I got to admit, I was running through the woods. I was doing like twenty mile runs through the woods, and I kind of got lost in my imagination. I'm like. Ooh, let's pretend we're in the Hunger Games. <laughs> Here comes the lady with her bow and arrow, and I'm running. Where's my mentor? It's very strange. Uh, yeah, Not it's, proud. Not yeah, proud it's of strange that. hearing it. <laughs> very uncomfortable. All right, last piece. Uh, so mine's a combination of two vacations that happen uh, separately, but they're amusement parks, and it's taking my father to Disney World in 2006. Because my mom and I, my aunt and uncle go, or used to go, like, every year. Uh, on right. my, my Lynn and Steve. And then, uh, so they took my mom and I in 04. Uh, and it was just, it was my aunt, uncle, and my cousin Stacy and Christy, and then my mom and I. And we were like, uh, we were like, oh my gosh, like, this was so much fun. And so, like, two years later, they're like, let's do it again. And so it's like, okay. Uh, but my dad's like, or is there like, let's take dad this time. And he's just like, uh, and I could tell like my mom might've been like, Hey, we've done a lot of nature vacations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, let, let him, let us have this one. And, uh, seeing my dad in an amusement park is one of the funniest things. Well, he likes efficiencies too, right? So well, how does he feel about long lines? He he calls every... Like, we never went to the Wisconsin Dells. <clears throat> I didn't go to the Wisconsin Dells until I was 18. Or no, just about to be 18. It was right before my senior year. Um, Connor Manning, last podcast. Yeah. He was a new youth, new youth pastor and uh, took like me and two other people. And it was my first time because my dad always just said, tourist trap. That's all he would call places like that. So like... <laughs> We, Hold on, he would call Disney World a tourist trap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just like, it's a tourist trap. Like, you're going to go there, and you're going to get stuck in lines, and just, it's hot, like, it's annoying. And so, like, we took, we went there, and, like, he's just making comments, like, nothing, like, you know, like, abrupt or anything, like, but if you asked him, that was when he got his opportunity to be, like, to say something snarky, and then laugh at it, and it just did not go over well, and then we did the same thing to him in 2014 when we went to Florida uh, again, but we went to Universal and I made him go to Harry Potter, like the Hogwarts yeah. or uh, Hogwarts. That's and where Hogs you got your and, wand. Yep, I have a wand. I bought a wand there. And <laughs> at one point my dad goes, we had forgotten something in the hotel room, which was across the street. And he was like, oh, I'll go get it. And he was gone for like two plus hours. And we're like, what happened to him? And then all of a sudden he strolls back and we're like, why are you licking your lips? He's like, <laughs> he's like, ah, I stopped at Cinnabon on the way to back to the hotel. Oh <laughs> we're like, he just like, yeah, he just hates being in it. He feels trapped. He feels conf- like just yeah. confined. And yeah, so taking him to an amusement park was. I don't hate that stuff, but it's not my favorite thing. Yeah, I, I just, I love entertainment. I love being entertained. 
So like, yeah. And that's just not who he is. He's like, I make my adventure. I make my entertainment. And I'm like, no, entertain me. <laughs> Dude, I want to take a cruise. I do. The more, the older I get, I just go easy. You don't have to plan where you're going to go. I also would love to run a marathon on a cruise ship. How cool would that be, dude, <laughs> to run laps? I think it's like 92 laps. How many people can say they've done that? How many people can say they want to do it? Most of the yeah. people are eating on a cruise and drinking. That's you got to earn it. Yeah. So. And I'm an alcoholic. Why would you? <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, maybe Steve, you should have avoided yes. it. As we close up. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't go on a cruise. <laughs> yeah. Um, what uh, hit us with any resources you'd recommend as dad books, also anything you want to close with, things that you learned from your dad. I find that that's really useful for other dads to hear what other people have learned from their dads. I recommend just, uh, just the book that came to my mind. So it's not like, I mean, there's a ton of good books out there. The Bible. That's a great one. Uh, I, recommend I haven't that read it highly. Yet. Yes. <laughs> you listen to it, right? So that's I'm a big audio book yeah. guy. <laughs> It's a short listen, but um, uh, Teddy Cunningham has a book called Trophy Child, which I think is very great for today. It kind of Sweet. takes on the the idea of so many parents find their identity in who their child is, and that's behavior related or which is unhealthy both ways. Um, and just a really interesting read. I think it would be very countercultural, so it would be good to have that in your back pocket a little yeah. bit for what you want to do. And if you had to pinpoint just like one principle or concept that you learned from your dad over big picture, what would you say that is? Um, boy. Like if you had to say, my, so, if my dad taught me anything, he taught me. Uh, there's no doubt like work ethic and drive came from dad. Yeah. So like when you hear the people exaggerating the stories of how tough it was when you grew up or whatever, I'm like, yeah, I, I did all those things. You know, like we cut wood. We, you know. And I think the from where it came was great because uh, we didn't, you know, I mentioned before, we didn't have a lot. But the truth is, between we were pastoring this church in northern Minnesota, starting it, planting it, and Vietnam, there was a, a season in life where he was one of the first computer programmers, like, hmm. and very financi- financially different than the rest of our life, but that's crazy. knew that we wanted to go us and five other people in this northern town in Minnesota, you know, planted So he gave, I had no idea. So he yeah. gave that up and it was a career switch. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. So, so in that came the idea of working hard, not necessarily having to have much, always given to, you know what I mean? It's like it shaped my work ethic, but also my view of money. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes when you come out of not having much, you kind of get to where, man, I, you want to hang on to it. For sure. And probably the opposite of that came out of, and I attribute that to my, my dad and my mom. Wow. You know, so, yeah. Um, and, yeah, there's a, there's a million things like all, right? But as far as what you want to pass on to your kids, I think it's going to be a challenge in the culture today to, to instill the same kind of work ethic. It's mm. just not as, yeah. you know, I hear, I hear guys my age or older getting on kids these days and I'm like, are you kidding me? If we had these gaming systems, you think we'd have been outside playing? You know, <laughs> sure. we'd yeah, have been true. like have you seen the graphics? Yeah, I'm like <laughs> the reason we did that was partially because there were three channels on the TV. You yeah. Know what I mean it's like Yeah. Yeah. You know, it that's wasn't awesome. this altruistic we just were 
<laughs> wanted to be outside. Right. So Taylor, you got anything? No, there's no. I mean, earlier you were telling us about some, you, something like coronavirus was Australia's fault. I wish we had more time to talk about it, but maybe another time. All right. This has been Two and a Half Dads, episode number two. Episode number two. I'm Tyler. I'm Taylor. Steve. Trip. All right. <laughs>